Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. I am your host, Samantha Jones, and I am so thankful that you are here today. I hope that you're all having a beautiful day. Today is June 21st, and it's not just the summer solstice, but it is actually my birthday as well. So I feel very blessed to be here today to be able to spend the first part of my birthday here with you. This year, I got myself a very unique birthday gift, and I wanted to share it with all of you today. About a month or so ago, I was on Facebook and a reel came up with a video of someone drawing a spirit that they were communicating with. I was immediately intrigued by this. This was something that I had never seen before. And I had, so I felt like I had to find out more about this person that was drawing this. So that took me to Sunny, to Sunny's website. And that's where we are today. My guest today is Sunlight Oracle, AKA Sunny. She is a spirit artist and psychic medium. Sunny combines psychic mediumship with artist intelligence to render images that represent our loved ones and guides on the other side. After spending her early 20s addicted to drugs and alcohol, Sunny got sober at 28, which in turn caused her to go through a spiritual awakening. Born from the strength of getting sober, Sunny now helps others heal from their loss with her beautiful and captivating spirit art. For fun, Sunny makes abstract paintings and collects seashells. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband, Brian, and her dog, Fortune. Welcome to to the show, Sunny. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. We're both so excited. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, So I have a lot of questions for you here today. I want our listeners to know everything so that they can also get this kind of portrait from you. So I had this done, and we're going to talk about that later in the show about um, the results, but I want to ask these questions first so that we can get to know you a little bit better. Perfect. First of all, how did you discover this talent? This is a unique talent. Yes, it is. (laughs) There was no real roadmap for this one. I'll tell you that. But I, um, as you mentioned in my bio about three and a half years ago, um, I got sober and that's really when the path to my psychic mediumship began. And so I, you know, initially started doing um, tarot readings, psychic readings, um, because what happens when you get sober is you go from really feeling numb to the world uh, to feeling everything in the world (laughs) and the next world, apparently. So, yeah. (laughs) So I started working. um, I always knew that I had a strong psychic intuition. I've known that forever, but I felt like it was actually becoming clearer and more aligned in the early sobriety. And I really jumped in to just uh, offering tarot readings, which I started with my friends. And then that led to reading for their friends. And pretty quickly, those tarot readings started to reveal um, mediumship contacts as well. So when I would be reading for someone, I would feel the presence of another person in the room. And I got, it just kept evolving, right? Over over about a two-year span. So within the first two years of being sober, I was then working um, professionally as a psychic medium and I was loving it and I still love it. Um, But 
you know, I still felt like part of me was missing even when I was doing the psychic mediumship one-on-one readings because I am an artist and I put the artistic part of myself on hold and on pause for uh, two years while I developed foundational mediumship skills. And then uh, in the, at the end of 2021, I tr- this is one of the most spiritual experiences I've had. I woke up in the middle of the night, sprung out of bed, and I received a message uh, through my Claire audience faculty that said, it's time, like it's time for you to reintegrate your artistic skills into your life and you're going to combine them with mediumship. And I was so relieved. <laughs> That's awesome. I know, right? It was, it was to this day, like, it sounds uh, pretty wild, but I was so relieved and almost like I'd been waiting for that sort of message. And truly the next day I woke up, uh, there's an art supply store in my neighborhood. I went there, I bought paper, I bought pencils, and I seriously got to work immediately. And it, <laughs> I just started connecting with spirits. And um, the way I initially worked before I was working with clients was I would invite spirits in to connect with me and I would draw them. And what's also happening when I'm drawing the spirits is that they are still giving me the information that you would receive as a psychic medium. So I'm still getting facts and evidence, personality traits, dates, uh, all sorts of specific information that relates to the spirit. And I'm writing that alongside the drawing. And because I wasn't working with people at this point, because I was developing this skill, I was connecting with um, spirits that would help me who were on the other side. And I could actually take the information I was receiving from them and plug it into a Google search engine and find, you know, them. Wow. (laughs) Um, Yes. And that's what I did for a few months, like very intensely uh, before I really opened the door to working with people as I did as a psychic medium. Um, and yeah, that's, that's how it all got started. That's amazing. I love when spirit does that and comes to you, especially in the middle of the night when you're like, wait, I'm asleep here. What what do you want? (laughs) And delivers those types of messages. That's actually what happened, um, for me as well was that spirit came to me and told me that my husband and I needed to start a podcast. Oh, yeah. And if I wouldn't have listened, I wouldn't be here today. (gasps) So crazy, right? I love that that happened to you too. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's amazing the way that it, that it all works. It, it goes absolutely the way it's supposed to. But before you did this, uh, mm-hmm. I, I read in your bio that you were a journalist and you actually wrote yeah. obituaries. <laughs> you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, sure. Um, so the chapter before really I get sober and become um, aligned with my spiritual consciousness. I was working as a photojournalist. That was my dream really um, in my late teens and early twenties. And I did, I worked really hard. I was pretty high achieving in that sector, but I still had to kind of lay the groundwork to even land a job, a journalism job in whatever year, 2014, 2013. Um, And part of that was working for my local newspaper where I grew up in Danville, Illinois. And uh, that was the one place I could get a job to start my newspaper career. And the position that was open was writing obituaries, um, talking to people when they would come into the office and collecting information from them and kind of assembling it into uh, the obituary format, trying to add maybe a little bit of flair, a little bit of humor if they were open to it. But when I think of those days, I really was, (laughs) it was a 
precursor to Mm -hmm. mediumship and working with people uh, to uh, commemorate or memorialize their their loved ones. And it's just, it was, it's funny because that was like my very first job out of college. And, you know, then I kind of set off on a different path, but to imagine that that's how it all started and how I ended up working uh, with spirits anyway is is quite funny to me. <laughs> I absolutely believe that that happens for a reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you ever like feel the spirits or or think that maybe somebody was talking to you while you were writing those obituaries or like you know that feeling that you get mm-hmm. when it's just not you? Totally. Like, right. Did you ever get that? Do you remember? I I remember having more like this is interesting like more eerie experiences not that I'm I've ever feared spirit or been mm-hmm. afraid that's not my that's not my thing Me but too. there were times where um more than once actually where people's obituaries were coming off my desk or coming onto my desk that I knew or had had um a history with or you mm. know knew from my high school and I can remember those being kind of elevated you know what i mean like where it's right. like oh this is this feels like more than um a job <laughs> right. for instance you know and those experiences have really stuck with me in terms of um young people being on the other side mm. and introducing me to like what that feels like you know mm-hmm. um but for the most part i would say um and we'll get into this later as we talk about your experience with the spirit portraiture, but you know uh-huh. that writing is a big um, part of my form of mediumship. Like I do sit at the computer and write what um, I've received from spirit. And really that's what obituaries are, right? <laughs> right. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That is yeah. weird. <laughs> that is strange. Yep. Totally. Right. <laughs> so um, I noticed when you were doing my drawings, because there's a video of it, uh, mm-hmm. that you were you had headphones on. What do you listen to while you're drawing? That's a really good question. Um, I've actually been, over the last three months, I've been kind of conducting a study with how sound impacts what I create or what I render. And there are a couple different things I've discovered. Um, number one is that are you familiar with um like binaural beats? Uh, I'm not the, no. Okay, I suggest to you and any of your listeners who are seeking sort of to develop psychically, um, binaural beats is like kind of like a fringe theory that um, audio waves can kind of impact your state of consciousness. Mm. So it's kind of like ambient music is what I would call it. But there are different frequencies. It's all on you know whatever wherever you stream your music. Um, and I like to think that certain audio frequencies do influence my state of consciousness and allow me to sort of, you know, really tune out my yes. conscious mind. Yes. And so that's usually what's happening there. I also will do um, white noise sometimes, kind of similar effect. Um, and occasionally I will just do it in complete silence and I just have the headphones on to kind of muffle sound. Yeah. But it does sound is a huge part of my practice. Um, very sensitive, very clear audience. And so I take all of that quite seriously. Yeah, I do too. Music is a huge part of things for me when I do readings, like if they're not phone readings, I'm listening to music most of the time. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things, you know, it, it, it does. It helps to um, free your mind and put you in that state. It, what do you what? What do you listen to? Everything. 
everything. It, I mean, it really depends on the mood that I'm in. But like when I first started, because I, I meditate to regular music too. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. When I first started, it was just things like Pink Floyd. But <laughs> now it really depends on like what mood I'm in. But I'll meditate to just about anything and listen to it while I'm doing the readings. It's music is so divine for me that it's mm. like, I just, it feels, it fills my soul, you know? Yes. It does something beautiful for us. I love um, that. Yes, me too. Um, so let's see what other questions. Are. Do you draw animals at all or just people? You know, I, I never have. Someone asked me this the other day and I can feel animals. Like I can feel sometimes when there's like a little dog running around, you know, someone's mm-hmm. ankles or something. And I, I have seen them and I know what color they are often. But um, I I feel like animal communication is and correct me if I'm wrong, because this is your wheelhouse, but it feels different to me. I feel it, it isn't something that I have ever tapped into. It feels like a different intelligence. Do you, what do you think, considering you can do both of those things? Um, For me, the animal abilities have always been stronger because they started when I was a kid. So mm. I I think that maybe there's different people that are, are meant to do different things. And some of us are meant to be more with the animals and some are meant to be more with the spirits. But it does feel different. It absolutely mm-hmm. does. Um, but I had several people ask me about this. And mm. so like, if you're ever looking for to expand, it might be yeah. something to consider because, oh my gosh, that's where, where most of my business lies is with animals. Because believe it or not, people seem to grieve more when their animals die than when their loved ones, their, their parents, their, you know, whoever, they fall into a deeper depression. It's really interesting to see. Mm. And so um, most of my work is with people that have lost uh, a pet. And so, yeah, I bet that um, it would be an amazing work for you. But I think anybody can do it. I think if you're connected, which obviously you are, that you could absolutely um, communicate with those animals just the way you do with spirits, is my opinion. Thank you. I will. Yeah. I mean, it's just funny because this it, it keeps coming um, up. <laughs> like in my, ah. I, I met with a client last week who I connected her to her father and her uh grandparents and like, you know, what I normally do. And then um, what she really wanted to hear from was, was her dog <laughs> uh-huh. just passed, you know? And so I, I was like, oh, okay. I just didn't uh, understand that perhaps animals do communicate through like our clairs as well. Would, yes. Could you speak on that at all? Absolutely. They do. I mean, I get, obviously it's the same kind of impressions that I get from the, the human spirits. It's um, a lot of times it comes in as pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, because, you know, they're, they're animals. So they show me things. Uh, they show me like when I connect to them and they're at the rainbow bridge, I'll see them running around the rainbow bridge and the grass. And they show me things that they like to do in life. Um, like if they like to play ball or Frisbee, or if they just like to sit and watch the birds or whatever, they'll show me themselves doing those things. And mm-hmm. when I communicate with them, whether they're living or past sending them pictures is the best way for me to get through to them. I feel, but they will come through in, in every, with every, other clear sense seriously even the smells I I will smell animals um when I was a pet sitter I used to smell dog poop (laughs) (laughs) like the dogs would be telling me I'm ready for you to come and take me out and that's how no and it was like whoa weird (laughs) whoa (laughs) so we're gonna go ahead and take a break here in a minute and when we come back we're gonna talk about my reading I still have a lot of questions but I want to get to this I'm so excited to talk to you (laughs) because I haven't given you the feedback on the reading yet that you did 
And so I'm really excited to do that. I'm excited for our listeners to hear that. And then during the last part of the show, the the remainder of the questions I have, we'll get to those. But also, if there's anybody that would like to call in and talk to Sunny, please feel free to. Uh, that number is 888-346-9141. If you have questions for her that I don't cover or you know anything, uh, feel free during the third part of the show to call. But after this break, like I said, we're going to talk about my reading. So let's go ahead and take that break. Stay tuned, everyone. We will be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guests will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. 3469141 Now back to the show with Samantha Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge everyone I'm so glad that you are here today Today we are talking to Sunlight Oracle and about her her spirit art and I'm so excited now to talk about the art that you did for me <laughs> So first of all, when I decided to have this done, my husband and I were having a conversation about who I wanted to have come through. And my listeners know this, I'm sure, that my mother always comes in like a wrecking ball. Whenever I get a reading, she's right there. Wham! I was telling you this story earlier, but I don't know that the listeners have heard this. But a few years ago for my birthday, my husband and I went to see Thomas John. And he was just going on doing readings for other people. And all of a sudden, he was like, he stopped. And he's like, I have a mother that's coming through to wish her daughter a happy birthday. And then he was like, Linda, Linda, Linda. And that's what she does. 
So I knew that there was no way I was going to get away from my mother coming through, which is fine because I love her. <laughs> but I really wanted to hear from my grandfather. And I know because he never comes through because it is always my mom that comes through. So I said to Linda, I said, if you could just let Bob come through, that would be great. <laughs> and so when you sent me the email, you said two spirits came through and my mom came through first. And I could hardly wait to get through hers to find out if it was Bob that came through. He's my step grandfather. So I call him Bob. Um, but it was. So I got readings on both of them. So I'm going to start with Linda. And I did on the promo for this week, put the drawings that Sunny did. So if you haven't seen that yet, have a look on one of my uh, social media pages. I will also go in today and post the, the pictures of them compared to what she drew side by side so that you guys can see that. They're very, very accurate. Okay, so the first drawing was um, my mom. You said the first woman to step forward identifies as mother. I feel this woman passes away before her expectancy and her passing disrupt disrupts your life more than any other loss ever has. Yes, my mother passed away at 51. She um, had some health issues, but nothing that I thought she was going to die from. And she went to sleep one night and didn't wake up. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it was very sudden. Um, she shows me a lot of ripple effect that occurs as a result of her passing. Some very painful and some are very fruitful for your own gifts. Yes, this was the most painful thing I've been through in my life. But at the same time, it also is what brought on my abilities and my career. So it mm -hmm. was the worst and the best thing that's ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. So super, super accurate. Uh, let's see, where was I? I feel like this woman is among your top trusted guides and the two of you are very close even now. Yes, she is my number one guide and we spend most of the day together. <laughs> I spend much more time with my mother now than I did when she was alive. <laughs> she's super fun and I feel very playful in her presence. Yes, she was a lot of fun to be around, always making jokes, always being silly. Uh, she makes me feel like she experimented with her hairstyle often. She had quite the time trying to decide which way to wear it in this portrait today. So this is really interesting because, yes, my mother did always change not just her hairstyle, but the color. And when I was a kid, when she couldn't do hers anymore, she turned to mine. <laughs> but I want to stop for a second and just tell me a little bit about what happens when this happens when you have um, a spirit that's going through the different hairstyles. Like, do you see them? Mm. How does that work? Yeah. So it's, I think it's uh, one of the most common questions I get is like, do you actually see the spirit person and then like render their image or try right. to copy their image? And um, I do not. Okay. It's, okay. it's really happening uh, from a subconscious or psychic intelligence. It's like I put the pencils in my hands and I can feel where there's resistance per, like with the oh. hairstyle, for instance, it's like, what are we doing here? Like what, which way is it going? And that is, that is the resistance I feel. But for the most part, I really truly feel like uh, an automatic medium in a lot of ways. Like gotcha. I offer my mind and my hands <laughs> to spirit and they render what it what the image is and also the the part that you're reading the messages that i relay to my clients uh that i do that separately from the drawing which isn't um how other spirit artists operate uh this is something that is very unique to me i have found and it's what works is like 
I will sit down and draw a bunch of spirit portraits in a row. I get into a certain trance or a certain Mm. altered consciousness that allows me to do that. And then maybe in the afternoon, I will sit down with the portrait and and go over the information that is within it. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And that was actually going to be one of my questions. So thank you for answering it. That that (laughs) makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I understand I get into those trance-like states too. Yeah. Uh, So that's that's very interesting. I I love that. One thing that I wanted to point out about this drawing was that it was very accurate um, as far as my mom, of course. But one thing that you got that I don't think even you realized that you got was her lazy eye. (laughs) <laughs> and at first I didn't notice it. And then I was looking at it and I was like, oh my gosh, she got her lazy eye. And it's my mom very was subtle. Yeah. Very subtle, but she was very insecure about it. Aww. So I'm not surprised that she did that, but <laughs> it's very much validation for sure. That's really, that's really interesting too. And there's a point I want to make as an artist about that, which is um, this sort of artwork, like as an artist, you really have to surrender yourself to the process and not put your own sort of um, convictions onto the portrait. So even if, you know, I had seen that and said like, oh, that looks like a little bit of a lazy eye. Maybe I should correct that or like uh, fix that. I I don't do that because I'm drawing human beings and we yes. aren't, you know, do, do you know what I mean? Like I just yes. truly have to get out of the way and, and just, yeah, deliver yes. what I get. <laughs> One of the first drawings that I saw of yours was um, a lady that had cancer. And mm-hmm. so she was bald mm-hmm. in the portrait, the, the mm-hmm. drawing that you did, but not in her picture. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting that she came through. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was that's very rare as well. Usually they do want to come through as a younger version of themselves and like they're in their heyday, you know, or from right. an image that they know the recipient already has. Right. Like the the image that the recipient has in their mind of their loved one. That one was really wild. And the recipient, she actually sent me back a an image of uh, her aunt in, you know, going through chemo and um. without hair. And, you know, we both decided not to display that because right. the drawing was clear enough. But she did send it so that I could see just how accurate it was. Yeah, you know? that's cool. That's it really was cool. Neat. Yeah. OK, back to Linda. All right. <laughs> I feel like she's dependable, beautiful, feminine, and really a rock for you throughout your life. She is my rock now more than ever. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just amazing. Yeah. And she is very dependable and beautiful and feminine for sure. (laughs) Um, The two of you feel not only like mother and daughter, but also like really dear friends, or perhaps sometimes you were asked to assume some maternal responsibilities as well. This isn't a negative impression. It just feels like you two had a tight relationship and that you could really trust the other to do what they said they were going to do. So um, I did assume a lot of maternal responsibilities because my mother had a lot of her own issues. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, absolutely, I I assumed those Mm -hmm. felt a lot like the mother sometimes. Uh, Let's see. I see you riding with her in a big car. Yeah, she had a big yellow Oldsmobile when I was. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it feels like a safe, loving, funny relationship. I feel like she's really lively and expressing herself more vibrantly circa the 1980s. She was, she was, I'm sorry. She just has that real 80s aesthetic about her today. Yes. I love the 80s and my mom did too. Um, 
I was always jealous that she got to be the age that she was during the 80s, which was like 30s, um, because mm-hmm. I wish that I could have been that age during the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so then she, this was my mine and my husband's favorite part of the reading. Mm-hmm. She also is taking credit for your taste in music, as in mm-hmm. she as she introduced you to some of the 80s music that you still love and rock out to. This is one way you two communicate. There's some album I'm seeing with a black cover and purple writing as if she's alluding to certain vinyl record you all would play. So, yes, I my mother was a huge influence of the music that I listened to. However, (laughs) I laughed because I was like, Linda, you cannot take credit for all of my music taste because my taste is very broad compared to hers. But yes, the (laughs) 80s music, she plays so much 80s music for me. And that is, um, besides numbers and just talking to her, that is the top way that we communicate is music. Absolutely. So very, very accurate with Linda. Yes. Love it. Okay. And then my grandfather. You said, I felt another more masculine presence coming in as well. I feel this man is connected to the U.S. military. Yes, he served in the Army in World War II. Mm. And I sent you that picture, the one of him Mm -hmm. that was young, that was of him in a bunker in World War II. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's coming in actually two generations above you as grandfather. He's a lot more introverted than your mother. Yes. (laughs) I mean, he was outgoing, (laughs) but not like Linda. Yeah. And I feel his passing is medical in nature, less unexpected than mom's. Yes, he had Alzheimer's and he died Mm. at 90, 92, I think. So he was pretty old. Wow. Yeah. I feel this man smoked tobacco on occasion. Yes, he smoked. From what I understand, he smoked until around the time that I was born Mm -hmm. um, and played dice and cards, giving me chills here on the word dice. I don't know about dice. Um, Again, there was like 60 years between when he was born and when I met him. So, Mm -hmm. um, but cards, we played a lot of cards. Yeah, Um, he absolutely adores you. And I feel like he gets a he gets to play a pretty major role in your upbringing. Like he's around a lot. Yes, my grandparents um, were they raised me most of the time until I was about 12 or 13. I was Mm -hmm. with them more than I was with my mother. Got it. Uh, Let's see. Where did I leave off? Um, I know you'd have Christmas memories with him. Yes. And he shows me decorating the tree. Halloween, too. Yes, he always was the one that took me trick-or-treating. Um, there are memories of swimming together in a swimming pool. Yes. Uh, his word for you is magnificent. He tells me more than once that you're just magnificent. And I love that. That made Aww. me feel so good because <laughs> I love this man so much. I can't even tell you. Um, I hear a trumpet playing in the background. I feel this man also wants you to know he and his wife. I love this part. I love, love, love this part. I feel this man also wants you to know he and his wife are reunited. She's here too. And he just worships the ground she walks on. They make a great, good looking couple and they wave to you in tandem. (laughs) My grandparents were the most beautiful couple. I say that all the time. When people see pictures of them, they tell me that they um, are a handsome couple. I compare them to um, uh, Ronald Reagan and Nancy, that they were that kind of like classy, good looking couple. Uh Um, And he did worship the ground that she walked on. He would have done anything for her. So that was also for me, a little way of my grandmother's way of coming through and saying to me, I'm here. I can't come through now, but I'm here with him. You know, obviously I know that, but it was a little bit extra of something in the reading that just lit me up. 
Oh, yeah. I'm so, so glad. <laughs> yeah, that that was absolutely beautiful. So I really appreciate you doing that for me. And this is something that um, I'm going to take with me forever and remember oh, for sure. That yeah. is so lovely to hear from it's, my perspective. <laughs> it's so unique. You know, it's like you can get a reading. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I do, you know, like messages are good and, and that kind of thing, but, but seeing somebody actually draw your loved one to me is a like, I don't need proof that they're here and that there's a heaven, but for somebody that is grieving a loss mm-hmm. and they don't know that, and they need that kind of comfort. This is something to me that could just really heal somebody. I'm sure you've had a lot of people tell you that this has been very healing to them. There, there have been some um, in the last couple of months that, you know, I, and again, I, I really just am the medium. Like I just get out of the way and do the job <laughs> that right. is at hand. And yet I do get a lot of messages back and I, I didn't understand necessarily how important hearing from a, a woman has been emailing me um, like a son who just passed, you know, three weeks ago. Oh, like I, yeah. I never, I don't know anything about the people who contact me other than their name. Uh, and that's what I use as like an anchor to access the energy and to be, you know, kind of like a local spot uh, to connect to. And, and that also, I mean, I prefer it that way. I don't like to know anything about the um, people before I render an image for them. But that also means like I don't always understand or know going into it just how affected or, um, yeah, in grief a person yeah. is. It, it could be, you know, my my. I, I'm sure you've experienced this as well as like when people come to you for readings. Um, it could be that the loved one they want to hear from past ten years ago. It could be, you know, three months ago. It's it, it's this big window where grief really people. Were, um, seek to alleviate it at different times. It's not linear, right? <laughs> yes. No, grief is is not linear. Absolutely. It, it, the healing is not for sure. And sometimes, yeah, you need that. I mean, it's been 19 years since my mom died and this mm. was amazing for me. So Aww. totally different kind of experience. So when you do this, you, I, I gave you no information at all. So right. you didn't know anything. Do you ever have spirits that come through that then you, give the the portrait to the client and they go, oh God, I didn't want this spirit to come through or anything like that. I I don't think that I, I have had that in um one-to-one mediumship readings. And I can mm. usually sense it as someone who, you know, um has gone, you know, we mentioned my past with uh substance abuse and stuff like that. I am attuned to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I feel that in a spirit, I know it. And so <laughs> it's it's often when I sense that uh, maybe a relationship was strained right. or estranged, I usually have the opportunity to ask the client, hello, like, uh, would you like to hear from, you know, this person whom I see caused you a lot of pain in your life? And, you know, 99% of the time they do. They're like, yeah, I actually would love to hear what they have to say. Um, with the drawings, I feel like I've had to be a lot more intentional with my spirit team and boundaries in this world and the next because um, there isn't that opportunity to say, is there anything you don't want to know? Is there right. anything you don't want me to deliver? So I just have to trust in myself and spirit, I think, for that one uh, with the portraiture specifically. You you make a very valid point. And it's the same thing like in my work is that you have to just trust spirit that they're in control, just like how my mom and my grandfather came through. And that's what I wanted. Like there was a mm-hmm. part of me, I said to my husband, I was like, 
I there's two people I don't want it to be. And I was like, right. please don't be either one of these people. And one of them is my step aunt that just passed away recently. And I was like, please don't waste my money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it absolutely went the way that that I was hoping. And I'm I know for your other clients that they must feel the same way that it's like, whoa, when you see something like that, it's like, oh my gosh, this just it makes it feel so real. Well, I think like you, you also really helped with that. Um, you know, the fact that your grandfather came through and I just had no choice but to draw him, right? Like it just started happening and that's who you wanted to hear from. You setting the intention and like putting the message out to the other side that that is what you desired definitely is what made that happen. Yes. So anyone who is listening that might be interested in this service, I do s- suggest that you set an intention uh, just out you know, on the other side or however you spiritually connect um, with who you want to hear from. And also understand that with the spirit intelligence, like we, um, with the spirit intelligence, uh, they will provide for you what it is you need at that time. Yes, absolutely. Very, very true. And I didn't, I did think about that before the reading, but at the same time, you know, you still have that concern. (laughs) So like anything could happen, but trust spirit always Mm -hmm. trust the universe always. Yep. So let's go ahead and take our our next break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you more questions because there are still things that I want to know. And I know our (laughs) listeners want to know as well, but if anybody would like to call in and talk to Sunny, you're more than welcome to 888-346-9141. Stay tuned, friends. We will be right back after these messages. Birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests, or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge, everyone. Today we are talking to Sunlight Oracle, aka Sunny, about her spirit portraits. And I am just so excited to have you here. And I've loved this so far because I feel like we have such a good flow. It's like sometimes you just connect to people, you know? <laughs> yes. There's so many little things that like when we talk in between breaks or at the beginning that we were like, wow, this is similar, similar, you know, you're drawn to people like that. So I knew when I saw you that I had to have you on the show because it was that kind of like being drawn to like, whoa, I have to meet her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One thing I wanted to say about the reading that I didn't get to say in the last part is that I'm going to put, like I mentioned, I'm going to put the side by side pictures up. Um, the one that you shared is not the picture that I want, I'm going to put in side by side of my mom. The reason mm-hmm. is, is there's two things that you, you put in this portrait, her smile and mm-hmm. her, the necklace. And I have a picture where the smile is exactly the same and the necklace is the same. Love it. Um, so that's what I'm going to post her. I've been looking for the picture. There's a picture of her hair, the way that you drew it, because she was always changing it. And that that was more like her perm style. But <laughs> I can't find it. But it's interesting to me, too, how she did take different things like, you know, her hair from one picture and her smile from another, you know, <laughs> and put it together so that you can see all of these things within different portraits of her, different pictures of her. It's quite I, interesting. I, I mean, she knew that we were going to be discussing it, right? Mm-hmm. On the radio shows, just she brought out all the stops. Yeah. Well, yeah, she loves to be talked about. That's quite <laughs> obvious. <laughs> she loves it. She's like, talk about me more. Um, one of the things that I find super duper fascinating is that you draw with both hands. Mm, Tell I us do. about that. Yeah, I I do. Um, I am not an ambidextrous person. Like this is the only thing I do with both hands. Um, and I feel like it really, I, I don't know when it started to be fair. Like I can't remember when I started doing that, but I know that it helps. It further gets me, uh, gets my conscious mind out of the process. Because as I mentioned, I really, with the drawings, just want to be almost like a telephone line. I just want to be the vessel through which the information is being received and transmitted. And so when I um, begin to use my left hand more often, I can trust that it's not coming from my conscious analytical mind, but from my subconscious soulful experience um, and if, you know, cause if I'm right-handed, I suddenly I'm looking at the drawing and I'm like, oh, the nose looks a little crooked. And it's like, okay, well, what if this person had a crooked nose? Like, don't, right. <laughs> don't try to, you know, put your own, um, analysis to this image. And when I'm using my left hand, that is not an option. I also, I don't use erasers. I don't, um, a- anything that like requires like editing really is, mm-hmm. is not, not part of my process. This should show people that spirit, the universe, our loved ones, that they actually kind of channel, not kind of, they channel us. Totally. You can't write with your left hand, but you can draw with it when the spirit has taken over you to do so. 
And that's yes. absolutely incredible. And it's the same thing for me, like with this show, with the podcast I have with my husband, I will start going and I will start talking about things. And I know what I'm talking about. Like I, I've, you know, learned this stuff before or whatever, but it's not me talking. It's right. not. And, and I, sometimes I hear myself inside trying to sidetrack. So I know exactly what you're talking about where you're like, I should fix that or whatever, because it's like, <laughs> no, no, let spirit do its job. <laughs> you know, let it totally let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. What do you do with your drawings after you're done? Mm, with them? That's a, I, I've always been um, a very analog person. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, like my, my, a uh, big part of my life up until sobriety was photography and I did film photography, um, you know, with all the negatives and the printing photos, not just having them exist on a hard drive somewhere. I did all of that. And it's followed me, um, into this practice as well, which is, I, I really do prefer just to use old school pencils and paper, as opposed to like an iPad or, um, you know, illustrator software or anything like that. And I keep all of my drawings in archival boxes and they're meticulously labeled with certain, um, reference numbers, dates, and the information that was received during the reading, because I do, I know it sounds wild, but I do this because I know from experience that sometimes readings take a long time to unfold for people. Oh yeah. Some, Right. And they, I have given drawings to people who are just completely baffled by them only to find out later uh, why that was or who right. it was actually for. And so I keep receipts. I keep records because I want people when they come back to me, <laughs> I want to be able to engage with them in that way and know exactly what they're talking about. So I have a digital archive. I have a literal archive, like just in a box boxes here in my tiny apartment. And yeah, that's, that's a really fun part of the process for me is actually the, um, I guess the archival and, uh, labeling documenting process as well. Yeah, that's cool. I, I didn't think about that, but yeah, you probably have those people too, that come back to you and they're like, mm -hmm. you know, this didn't make sense then, but then they come back to you and they're like, ah, oh, sorry, it does make yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happens a lot. And I think that's the beauty of mediumship is, um, it, it, it does keep it's a reading that will keep giving, uh, mm -hmm. in, in any sense, like it might not make sense that day, but it will the next, or it will a month from now, or everything will click in, in its own time. Yes. I do most of my readings through text and that's why, because I, oh, want, interesting. People to, yeah, I want people to go back and read them. I want when these things start to unfold in their life for them to be able to go back and go, Oh yeah, that's, that was told to me. Um, so, and I get that a lot. So yeah, I think that's very cool. Smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're very smart for doing the archive the way that you're doing it. One thing, so I went through your Instagram and was just looking at different the different videos and pictures and stuff. But one thing that I noticed you doing at some point was going and just leaving these portraits around like outside. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what what made you do that? Like what was the motivation behind that? Like just I, randomly for people, right? Yeah, totally. And I, I feel like that's part of the expansion of what's happening with me in my practice right now, which is for a long time, I actually was concealing this or I was doing it on the down low and I was doing it anonymously on message boards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I It was freaky. It, it's um, We discussed before the show, like there are things about being a medium and also about being, being an artist that can be quite polarizing in this world. And so I was... Um, not fully expressing my gifts because, you know, there are consequences that come with them. And so yes. part of part of really like proving, um, 
myself to myself has been becoming a lot more public about this. And that's how you discovered me. So it's working. That's great. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I also am really interested in, you know, bringing my uh, knowledge and wisdom of the spirit world more mainstream and into our world here in the waking world. So mm -hmm. putting spirit portraits um, in on likely places on uh, hiking trails or in alleys um, with descriptions and information to contact me has been one way to really expand my reach um, and let people know like there are people who do this work and I trust that the right person will find that work. <laughs> and I, I love that. That's thank you. Yeah, totally cool. Yeah. And, and definitely the universe will push you to do stuff like that. I've had that happen myself. So I know it's, and the right <laughs> people will find you and it will be in the strangest ways. You know, you might have one of those things that like you put in one spot, but it blew clear over <laughs> down the street into somebody's yard. And they're like, I don't know why this just showed up in my yard. Well, I do <laughs> because the universe put it there. I hope so. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that like th the spirit portraiture intelligence will continue to reveal just how complex it is. Cause that's what I'm interested in. It's like the larger, the big picture, what is actually happening here? <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. Right. The, what is the big picture to all of it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Besides this, uh, the spirit portraits, do you offer any other services? Um, yeah, I I've been really, the way that I work is I tend to focus very intensely on some thing, whether it's a system or a school of thought or an art form for months at a time, like consecutively. And then I'll kind of switch gears. And one thing that I sometimes switch gears into is human design. Are you familiar with human design? No, not at all. Uh, that would be a whole other podcast. So we're just yeah. going to kind of give like us <laughs> enough. It's, it's just very uh, intense and in in depth, but think of it as just like a very um, layered version of astrology is what oh. I would say. Um, and it's like, it's chart reading and um, treating people as individuals with unique energy. And I use the human design system often to assist other people in tapping into their intuition and how it works for them, because I believe all of us have an intuition. We all have the right to these gifts. It's just a matter of how much you want to develop it or how much you want to explore it and cultivate that skill set. So I tend to attract people who themselves ha uh, have these gifts and feel maybe a little isolated or alienated or confused by it uh -huh. because I've been there and I get it. So I like to um, work with people one-on-one -on -one in that way too. That's awesome. And there are, yeah, there are a lot of those people out there and a lot that think, oh, I can't possibly do this, but you're right. It's everybody can, it's just mm -hmm. about how much work you want to put into it? Is it something mm -hmm. that you're passionate about? If it is, then put the work into it. If it's not, let somebody else do it. Totally. You know, but still use your intuition because it is there for all of us to access. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So do you have any stories about like um, portraits or readings that you've done that you'd like to share things that stand out to you? Totally. I was just thinking of this one when you were asking me about you know, what do you do with your drawings? And this was one time that I was really glad that I had kept this sort of meticulous archive. I was um, doing, uh, I guess I'll just call it mental mediumship. It's the mediumship without the drawing. I was just doing a reading mm. for a woman and she was in the Philippines. And um, we were, again, I was reading for her. It was going well. And I remember 
that while I was talking to her and I was connecting with her grandfather, I actually clairvoyantly received an image of a drawing I had made two or three months before of a man, a Filipino grandfather. (laughs) And I was like, oh, so I asked her if I could, you know, if I had her permission to show her that I think I'd actually already met her grandfather. And I actually had a bunch of information about wow, and a drawing. And she was totally, you know, that can be intense to be on the receiving end of that, but she was really open to it. And so I was able to locate the drawing, locate the information and bring it forward in our, in our reading. And she was able to claim him and it, it was great. So this is what I think I'm here to explore at this point is trying to understand like how this intelligence is working and, um, you know, speak about it on podcasts such as this or radio shows such as this is like, this is a thing I have been really into and it's manifesting in very complex ways. And I Mm -hmm. love talking about it. (laughs) Well, I have a a spirit message for you. We're almost done, but but this doesn't happen all the time. But yeah, what I'm, what I was hearing for you is this is just the beginning. You're just getting started. Like there's so much more to come for you and you have so much more amazing work ahead of you. And you're going to fulfill all of these goals and dreams that you have because you are this bright shining star that the universe is, is just shining through. So just keep moving forward. Don't second guess anything that you do when you have those thoughts of like, I want to go for something, just go for it because you will put, you will do it. You'll do anything that your mind, you know, that you set your mind to. Oh, that's really um, encouraging. And I, I really appreciate that message. It is something I need to hear because <laughs> the, the work is, yeah, full yeah. of um, uncertainty. So I, I really yes. appreciate that. It is. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really, really appreciate it. It has been wonderful getting to know you and, and I can would love to continue a relationship with you because I just think you're a beautiful person. Oh, likewise. Thank you so thank much you. for inviting me. Absolutely. So tell the listeners where they can find you. Sure. Our listeners, I am very active on Instagram. You can find me at sunlight period oracle. You can book, um, my queue is completely open right now. If you are interested in a spirit portrait, you can book that on sunlightoracle.com. And I'm also on TikTok now, which is very fun. And you can find me there also Sunlight Oracle. So, yay. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being here. And for me, anybody that would like to find me, Samantha Jones Psychic Medium is my website. You can find my other podcast, Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses there. And anything, schedule appointment, anything else you'd like to learn about me there. So thank you again, Sunny, for being here today. Thank you. And Yes. And to the listeners, I will meet you back here. Same time, same place next week. Until then, everyone, peace and love. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.